Hey there, thank you for tuning in to The Paradox, a podcast where I connect with people around the world to talk about global paradoxes and their possible solutions. The Paradox has a new episode every Friday, so if you want to stay up to date, I would kindly ask you to subscribe to the channel. And for now, enjoy this episode. This week's guest is Dina. Um, Dina has played one of the main characters of my first feature movie, Cyanide, which is now streaming on Amazon Prime. And yeah, Dina, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi guys, my name is Dina. I'm 22 years old and I live in Rotterdam in the Netherlands. I'm an actress and I'm happy to be here. My first question already will be, why acting? What made you choose acting over any other profession? Well. You can go, I can go back kind of like when I was, I think, a child and I saw TVs and everything. My dad used to love TVs, so I kind of really loved it and I kind of wanted to be also in it, but I was too afraid. And then um, we started doing our first musical production, you know, like in the last class of primary school and I noticed that I was really good at it and then my parents shut me down. And I was too afraid to do it until I turned 18 and I did it and I was so proud of myself and I love it. Like, I, I know this is like what I'm supposed to do in life. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing. So that's why how I came, started to be an actor. I think it was inside of my heart. Nice. Um, so to give mm -hmm. people some insights, you're of Moroccan descent. Uh, you're also a girl, yes. which is not a problem at all, but in our cultures it's kind of is like a stigma you know like uh, there's a stigma around females in the artistic forms or artistic uh, fields um, yes basically so in south asian cultures for example it is because it, it is seen as sort of like trashy or a bit like do you know what i mean like it's 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 not seen as like a prestigious profession it's not like a doctor or a dentist or whatever um, yeah, for sure. Maybe you can start by telling uh, what the stigma was in your culture about what you're doing and how you sort of uh, broke that stigma and how you uh, manifested what you wanted to do into reality. Well, if I can say bluntly, I mean, if you're an actress as a girl, you're practically seen as a whore because uh, you probably slept your way through or you are naked on screen or you are like whatever all the bad stuff that's considered bad in our cultures that's that's what you are or kind of want to be and um why I think do you think that sad. is but like why why do you think people think that because it's a beautiful woman most of the times on screen and she's pretty and she's surrounded probably by all these men and everything has to be sexual and it doesn't have to be be this way i kind of like really broke the barrier of like telling to my mom hey i have guy friends and she's like oh only guys i'm like yes okay you know like okay 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 i don't know and awkward and i was like yeah just are you in love with one is somebody in love with you it's like no it doesn't always have to be i can like talk to a man or talk to a guy and i don't and they don't it doesn't have to be sexual and i feel like 
everybody has these wild fantasies because maybe they're sexually frustrated or something and they think everything has to be sexual or you're using your body, using your face and I don't know. It's just, uh, I think everybody's just frustrated. <laughs> maybe, yeah, so, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I was also wondering, because we work together on cyanide, um, what is your general your general opinion on, uh, let's say, social media, because Cyanide was also promoted on social media, it was on like a streaming platform on the internet. Uh, what mm -hmm. is like your general opinion on the internet, the social media in general? Social media is like a dark place, but also a good place. It's, it's for example, to promote your stuff, it's very good to like promote your movie, promote what you're doing, but it can also be like toxic for the mind. For me, I do a lot of photo shoots. I work with photographers and they make photos of me. Nothing sexual, so don't worry. Even though I would want to do something sexy in the future. But so, you know, like zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> but um, it's all, you know, it's all very, very clean, very, very professional. But I keep seeing my face on, you know, my pictures. And the first thing you look at is what's not good 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 enough or what's not good about you, like my nose, my chin, my my I don't know, my my jiggly things, you know. So I keep on I keep on looking at that and that makes me kind of toxic and kinda of even more insecure. Or I feel like, oh my god, this is a beautiful picture. And then people see me in real life and they're like, that doesn't add up. You know, like, I feel like, like the industry we're in, obviously, like because in the industry we're in, um, it, it, everything is basically about beauty and like the standard and romanticizing. And if you add like social media on top of that, it's like an extra layer. So in our industry, for those who don't know, um, there is this thing called casting coach. I don't know if you know what that is, like casting coach. Mm -hmm. And it's yeah. basically this idea that um, these well-established directors or producers or whatever, um, sleep with the actresses because they give them these roles or they promise them these roles and that's also uh, where this Me Too movement um, happened quite a lot in the media industry because mm. in our industry it it isn't like strange to be honest that um, our industry is so focused on beauty and on uh, the superficial side of it but I also think it's very yeah. dangerous because I saw this TED talk recently about a model. She's like a very well-established model, like a Victoria's Secret model. And she was talking mm -hmm. about if you want to have like the, a group of the most insecure woman, uh, women on the world uh, in the same room, put a group of models in the same room because it's they are the most insecure about their nose, their face, the shape of this and the shape of that. And that's like the thing with film as well and as actress as well that you might have encountered. Like there's so much focus on Oh, if you improve this, then this could be, or you can get this role, or if you act like this, or if you lose weight, or this or that, you know what I mean? Like, it's always like, if you're just a little bit more perfect, then this can happen for you. So, have you experienced that yourself? I, I have, I, I experience it in my daily life, for, uh, most of all. So, for example, I love my mother, but my mother keeps telling me I'm fat. <laughs> Every time I come there, she keeps telling me, you know, like, you're an actress. I mean, I am proud of you, but I think you should lose weight. I'm like, I know I gained a lot of weight in these corona times and in, you know, like, weight comes and weight goes, I think. Um, and that makes me very insecure. 
and she keeps adding on that part like you are beautiful in these pictures but I think you're fat, you know, like those type of stuff. And then it really goes inside of you, it makes you insecure. And I feel like that has, and then it adds up. But it also, also takes away of the art because I love the art form of acting. I love taking pictures. And I, when I post my stuff, uh, even though I maybe I'm insecure and I don't like them, I just post them anyway and don't look. I don't try to care about likes. And then when something goes really high, for me, I only have 400 followers. So for me, having 100 likes is like, damn, it's a good picture, you know? So, but you don't try to focus too much on it. But social media, it also kind of can inspire me in these days. I mean, if you feel good about yourself, for example, I had periods of my life that I was confident and I was happy with where I was because I look back at smaller Dina and smaller Dina was depressed uh so much heartache so much heart pain i have suffered and i never thought that i could be here when i was there and that makes me kind of proud of myself like my and even i am not like fully there or something but it makes me feel like i i've grown you know so but yeah so it makes me feel that, that i've uh i've I've grown and all and then you feel you see all these actors and all these artists you see people like doing all this stuff and then I try to keep keep track of them because they motivate me just when I'm laying in my bed scrolling like this I'm like wait she's been in this movie okay let me step up <laughs> you know let me also step up yeah. but it can also make you overwork or something else but I guess it's uh, like a it's you, a yeah. it's a very like uh, thing you know what I mean because on the one hand it can actually like motivate you to see what other people are doing to actually be like oh shit like I want to do better um, but yeah. then again it can also make you like really insecure because you feel like oh I didn't get that role like why didn't I get that role so in that sense I think like social media and acting it's it's a very like dangerous combination because I think it's also like the more famous you get with acting or directing or whatever the more pressure you experience because if you get like one break you get all of this media attention and then it sort of slows down again but it's yeah. it's like a yeah. high you know like you keep on craving this high of um doing this role and doing that role um so what do you think like in general what is your opinion on uh the way you get opportunities because of social uh, social media these days like do you feel like acting has become more easy because of social media because you can connect easier or do you think it actually has become harder because so many people have access to the resources which are like production houses directors producers like everyone can approach them basically it's like it has a, a bad side and it has a good side for example i follow people that i've worked with and sometimes they they post on social media like castings or whatever so I apply for those castings because I'm like yes you know like another job like another opportunity because the more opportunities you see you need to get them all because competition is fixed like it's just very hard so I have all these places I can see but it also means that if I can see it thousands of girls that look just like me can see it too and then what's gonna like um, what's gonna like set you apart and that's a hard thing because in the end of the day, we're all girls, we're all like women. And for me, it's just like, I only have my motivation and my spirit, you know? And then it's like, okay, well, if you don't see potential in me, I cannot do more than, more, more than I'm doing right now. So that makes it like a little like 
difficult. So it's like, okay, it means just I can see it, but it also means thousands of other people can see it. And if everybody sees on social media the easy part, they see that I am having these pictures done. You know, they only see the pictures. They don't see that I've been in makeup an hour. Or they don't see that I've been like waiting. Like in our podcast that basically you see the highlights of someone's lives. And it's very true because we were having this discussion uh, before about how if you're in the industry, you basically work like all of these years, like hard work, dedication, uh, whatever you're doing, like uh, rehearsing, editing, acting, I don't know, whatever you're doing, you're doing so many hours of the work that no one sees those hours. But once you get a role, once you get this or that, everyone wants what you have without working for it. Like, so what's your opinion on that? Like people not wanting to work, but just wanting to, oh, I want to be an actor. I want to be a director, you know? Like, what's your opinion on that? I really get frustrated because I started in community theater. I started in student theater. I pushed, I, w I wasn't in university. I didn't finish any schools because of my personal traumas and my personal issues. And I had to persuade this director that that is working with these people that are like highly higher educated to let me get in there with no experience and just coming there every week and getting scrutinized because that director was tough like he was very tough on me so every 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 week he criticized me and he put me down and then I took all everything he was saying about me I internalized it and tried again and tried again and tried again and that's how I became better and better and People don't see that I've worked at the Amsterdam Dungeon. It was a very fun experience. I had a lot, I learned a lot, but I also worked my ass off. Like, I was in Amsterdam, eight o'clock. I slept in Haarlem because I couldn't catch the trains. The trains would be too early. So I slept in Haarlem at this guy's place that was disgusting. And my mother thought it was a girl. So I lied. I said, oh, actually, she thought I was sleeping at my, my friend. A girl and as I was actually sleeping at a guy's place because you know like I I needed and it was gross like it was really gross so they don't see like the hard hard parts and the unglamorous parts and then I get a little angry when people say I want to be an actor and I'm like um now it's glamorous it sounds like an a actor you know exactly do you know how many letters how many emails i've written to everybody and some rejection. people don't even rejection respond like the rejection big, like that's literally like a second language like rejection it's so what do you um what do you what would you like actually advise people who actually want to act but are very serious about like acting i would say one thing that's most importantly about most I think it's most important thing about acting is you have to be good and you cannot just act you have to have training even it doesn't have to be school but it has to be practice it's it's a sport it's an art form so it looks easy because ballet looks easy I think I can do ballet right now and then you see me doing ballet and I suck you know so do Take the practice and really see what you like and really, really, really look inside of yourself that you really like it. Because there are thousands of people that love it and then you are half, you know. You just thought it looked good, you know. So put your hours in. Really look if you really, really enjoy it. Like really enjoy it. Because personally, I love it. Every time I, I'm acting, 
so much energy comes inside of my body. I can't sleep. And it's not a bad can say It's not insomnia. I want to sleep. I'm like, I am so happy. I have so much energy. I want to give more and more and more. But you have to really see if you that you really like it. And do the theater. Do the work. Go learn. Be a good actor. Become a good actor. If you are a good actor and you are great, you know how to do character building, you know how to learn from a script, you know how to love it and everything, then I have no problem with you acting. But if you are just doing it because it looks good on social media, I think it's... I mean, you can like it because I also looked at TV and I also thought, oh, I want to do this too, you know, but it's scary. You know, it was scary at the time. Now social media is glamorized, you know, so everything is fun and everything, we can all do it. And I'm not saying that nobody can do it because I worked really hard. Like I couldn't act. I was like, I couldn't act in the beginning, but you need to want to do the work. You need to want to become better. And I still think I have a lot to learn and I want to learn and I love to learn. So, right. Social media is definitely glamorized. Like I will agree on that. And I also think that um, you have to put in the work, but you also have to understand that you have to put in the work. You know what I mean? Like you cannot do it half half. Like if you want it, like the grind don't stop, like you're constantly busy with it. So my final question to you would actually be about um, we both live in the Netherlands and we both are in an industry that represents everyone, like it represents the whole world and our country. Uh, what do you hope is going to change in terms of the content that is being made in the Netherlands in the long term? What I hope is going to be changed is when we are going to portray, because the Netherlands loves to portray, portray uh, our sad side of our being non-white, you know, being the Moroccan girl that is oppressed and that her parents need her to wear the hijab and whatever, like... Uh, Dutch people really have this certain fascination and Dutch people love to like put in books our struggles you know so they feel better our our struggles our why actually it's a it's a subconsciously we're showing them why they are better (laughs) they're like I hope that it kind of is like a it's it's like a weird flex or something like to sort of victimize our our characters and our ethnicities in their I, I find it strange as well like I really don't get why um, there's it's so like stereotypical like it's so like a caricature of our of different ethnic groups which I find very fascinating but I also think it obviously has to do with uh, underrepresentation of uh, our like communities in the in the film industry or like in the creative yes. industry in general Yes, and if people want to represent us, they represent us half half assed, you know. It's I know it's harder harder for us to um, be even go to, into the industry, into the acting industry, into the writing industry. Like it's frowned upon in I think our cultures. Our cultures want all of us to become doctors, lawyers, um, I don't know, businesswomen. But when you say, "Hey, I'm doing art." That's, of course, you know, it's frowned upon. So there are not that many people. But if you want to do something like you want to represent, for example, for me, the Moroccan culture, the Arab culture, be sure that you represent it well and not just one dimensional. Because we're all so animated and so dynamic. And so everybody's different. We're in the end of the day. It doesn't matter what your skin tone is, where, the, where you come from. We're all human. 
Like we all have human traits. We all have human personalities. So I hope that changes. And I also ch hopes, hope um, casting um, specific, only specific ethnicities. That, 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 that in the script is already written that this person is white. I mean, you can't say she looks lighter. I, I don't think it's that necessary. It depends, of course, on certain circumstances. It, life is never black and white. It's probably... Life is great, but it's it's annoying that you see written. I saw this white girl in a in a skirt. I said with long, long hair, with blue eyes, in a skirt, and I'm like, yeah. I mean, um, it's nice, of course, she's beautiful, but what about the rest? <laughs> why why does she need to be white? No, she doesn't. You know. You just need a girl or you need a woman. You need a woman from this age to that age that is able to portray the character or is able to give you the feeling when you see that you see a real person and it is able to give you as an audience, as a viewer, the feeling. And also you need a person, a, a woman that's good, that's good at, at what she does, that's easy to work with, you know, like, I don't think race really matters that much. I think that's a good prospect. Uh, thank you so much for your time, Dina. It's really nice thank talking you. to you. And yeah, hopefully we'll see you uh, more of you in the future. Yes, I hope so too. Thank you so much for everything. Thank you for having me and bye. Okay, see you. Bye bye. Thank you for watching The Paradox. If you want to see more episodes, please subscribe to the channel down below.